Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. UBS Arena at Belmont Park. Long Island legend Billy Joel dropping the puck to get it started on today's edition of Oilers Now as Edmonton brings up their three-game roadie into New York State. The Oilers and the Islanders tonight at 5.30 p.m. Thursday night, Edmonton will be at the Rock Prudential to take on the New Jersey Devils. And then Friday at the world's most famous arena, MSG, to take on the New York Rangers. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. I'm with you at UBS Arena. Brendan Escott, big part of the show back in the 630 Chad Studios, along with Derek Scott and Kellen Kennedy. Jam-packed show coming up to you in about uh, four minutes' time from the Oilers Radio Network, courtesy of Ontario Homes. Rob Brown, our inside-the-game analyst, uh, between 3 and 3.30 today. We'll hear from Edmonton Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch and a sit-down one-on-one interview with Evander Kane, who's a big part of today's story as he's on a line with uh, Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman. McDavid currently on a 12-game heater with seven goals and 28 points on a 12-game point streak. For Wild Factor Desserts at 3.35 Edmonton time today, former NHL general manager, agent, the number one pick, the 1983 NHL entry draft, Brian Lawton will make an appearance as well. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Find holiday special menus now in all three great River Cree restaurants like Tap 25. They've got the 999 turkey dinner. You must be 19 plus plus reserved now at the RiverCreeResort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. For more information, we're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, uh, Bob underscore Stoffer. Back uh, after a little bit of a trip down south, Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. We'll get to Brendan momentarily, but not before I tell you. Today's top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and cooling, it's this simple. The Oilers need to get it turned around. They won their first two games, including a victory for Chris Knobloch against the New York Islanders in his first NHL head coach game as an Oilers head coach. Of course, he had two interim stints with the Rangers, uh, once when David Quinn was sick and another time when Gerard Gallant was not available a couple years ago. So the Oilers won two under Knobloch, lost three on the toughest road trip of the year, in Carolina, Tampa, and Florida, then came back and won eight straight games with the hottest team in the league, put up 57 shots against Tampa Bay on Thursday, but lost with a couple empty netters 
7-4 on Thursday. Tough start for Stuart Skinner. And then, let's be honest, Saturday night they didn't have it. They got waxed. Florida took it to a pretty good final score, 5-1. I know the possession metrics were close, but a lot of score effects in that game. Oilers need to get a turnaround. It's a tough roadie as we bring aboard Brendan Escott. Brendan, how was your trip? It was awesome. Got to sneak in some sunshine uh, and my holidays uh, a little bit early this year, so I'll be around for the rest of the uh, the Christmas break and what have you. But, yeah, nice to kick the feet up and got to catch them in the Tampa game. Didn't see the Florida game, and perhaps that was the one to miss. Yeah, no kidding. No, they played really. I mean, there, there are some advanced metrics out there right now that would suggest that the Edmonton Oilers have underperformed. Just on the PDO factor, I saw a, a tweet saying that the Oilers should have uh, goal differential, 27 goals better than they do between not finishing and also not getting enough stops. And right now, Stuart Skinner, who is tonight's starting goaltender, is the only goalie in the National Hockey League with a double-digit negative um, goal saved above ex- uh, expectation. So uh, the Oilers have done some... The numbers with Knobloch, Edmonton's 10-5 and with Chris Knobloch as a head coach. The Oilers lead the National Hockey League in goals scored per game under Knobloch at 4.07. They lead the league in power play goals, uh, power play uh, percentage under Knobloch. I think the biggest surprise is they're third in penalty killing under Knobloch. And tonight they're playing a team, the New York Islanders, that are the worst team in the NHL on the PK at 32%. And they are at 65% since these two teams last met. All right, there's some quick numbers for you. Rob Brown, we'll hook up with him when we return on Oilers Now. It's 243 at Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now live from UBS Arena in Long Island. Oilers and the Islanders tonight. That's a 5.30 puck drop. We are going to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. And for our friends at Ontario Homes, developing customized homes perfectly built to your lifestyle, visit Ontario.ca. We welcome back to the show from the Oilers Radio Network, Rob Brown. Hello, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing very good, Bob. And you? Good, good. Uh, a number of years ago, I remember when Rod Phillips was out, I think you actually... I think he did four of the seven games on a road trip and did uh, the game in here in in, in the old building. Uh, what was that like playing back in the day? I mean, the Islanders weren't, weren't quite the same team they were the late 70s to the mid-80s, but when you were with the Penguins, what do you recall about coming into Long Island and playing? Uh, the week was quiet. It was dark. Uh, we stayed across the parking lot in a... A hotel that uh, used to have, we used to have a lot of fans, we used to call them seekers, that would be outside in the walk across the parking lot. And we always waited for Mario to come because he'd have a hundred people surround him. We could get across there a lot quicker. Uh, but it was, it was never an exciting building to play in. It just seemed, always seemed dark and quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Oilers, Rob, I'm going to give you the numbers under Chris Knobloch. They're 10-5 they're and five under Knobloch. They've got the seventh-best points percentage, and this includes the two losses most recently. They're still number one in goals four per game. They're number one in the power play. They're number three in the penalty kill. They're 17th in goals against, and here's where I mentioned they've lost five games. They've given up five empty netters in those five games, which just squelches your goals against and save percentage. The Oilers are 31st in the league in save percentage, exactly where they were um, when Jay Woodcroft was relieved of his duties. How would you assess the first 15 games for Knobloch? Well, I, I, I think the team has played freer. I think they've, they've got their swagger back. Um, they've had a more consistent uh, game. I mean, the, 
there's some of the games early in the year with Whitcroft where the others were the better team and lost, but there wasn't a lot of consistency. They had some really bad games in that stretch as well, and they were horrible defensively. But I think that even with the losses under Knobloch, the consistency is much better. They're, they are a much better defensive team now. They're not giving up the, you know, 10 to 12 horrible mistakes odd man breaks against. Florida, I think to me, the last game against the Panthers, that was the weakest game defensively that the Oilers have had under Knobloch. They got into a bunch of the old habits they had at the beginning of the season. But outside of that, they won eight in a row. And the, the ninth game, the one they lost to Tampa, they should have won. So, I think there's a more consistency right now, and obviously penalty killing. Um, this is not a team known as a good penalty killing team, but their penalty killing in that eight-game winning streak probably won them three games alone. So I think the, I think they're playing. The, the swagger is back for the Oilers, and I think that's huge. Rob Brown joining us right now. Rob, the Oilers finally break up Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Connor McDavid, and Zach Hyman. This is the hottest line in the NHL. McDavid's on a 12-game point streak. He's got assists in all 12 games, by the way. Seven goals and 28 points. Hyman's leading the team with 18 goals. Nugent Hopkins is on a six-game streak. He's got two goals and 11 points during that stretch. But Leon Dreisaitl gets RNH and Fogel. Evander Kane moves up with McDavid and Hyman. What's the bigger deal? Kane playing with McDavid or Dreisaitl and RNH reunited? Well, I, I think it's Dreisaitl and RNH. Um, I, I don't think Leon's played poorly offensively. He just had nobody with finish playing with him for a while. Kane, I, I don't know what it is, but he's not playing at 100%, and it's noticeable. Um, the Oilers are going on a road trip. They really only had one good offensive line going for a while now. And if you're going on the road, teams can just stack up against that line and say, you know what, we're going to throw everything defensively at these guys, and we'll, we'll worry, we won't worry about the rest because they're not doing anything. So I think the Oilers had to try to at least get a second line going offensively. And uh, playing Leon with Yanmark and Fogel, they work hard, but they don't have finish. Playing them with Brown, uh, I mean – Brown has played, what is it, 20-some games now. He doesn't have a goal. He's got one assist. And he's been with Connor and Leon most of those times. So they need to find someone to play with Leon that can produce offensively, that can create chances. So uh, now you, the Oilers hopefully will have two lines here going and that are offensively gifted over this next three-game stretch because it's going to be a tough stretch. And you do not want to waste an eight-game winning streak by having an extending losing streak going into the Christmas break. Rob Brown joining us for Ontario Homes. Developing customized homes, perfectly built to your lifestyle. Visit Montario.ca. Rob, just circling back to Connor Brown. If you told me at the start of the season that Ryan McLeod and Connor Brown would combine for two goals in the Oilers' first 28 games, did not see it happening. Um, the, the funny thing is, Brown took off uh, his brace a couple games ago. You'd use the word freer. I think he's skating better. He's done unbelievable work on the PK, but he can't buy one. And I got to tell you, it doesn't look like he's going to get one either. That's what's getting a little bit concerning. Well, it, well, you think you say they've got to combine two goals. One of those is an empty net goal that McLeod had as well. So, yes. yeah, it, it, it is shocking uh, when you throw in the fact that McLeod plays a lot. I think I saw he's the sixth most of any forward, and Brown played almost exclusively with either Leon and Connor and just has the one assist. So the fact that the Oilers are still pushing where they are in the, in the standings and pushing for a playoff spot, 
that shows you how some of their top players have played because they've got a third line that has fewer goals than their fourth line. That's not good. This is a team that was supposed to be deeper this year, and they haven't been. So they need more out of both those players. Connor Brown, the one thing he does, he plays the right way. Uh, he's doing all the little things right. He's in, uh, he's in the blue paint. He, he's physical. He's tenacious. So you hope eventually something will come his way offensively. But at the very least, you are still getting uh, value with the fact that he is a great penalty killer. And you could, if, if, you, if Holloway comes back and moves up, you can use Brown as a third-line checking type player and feel good with it. McLeod just needs to have more, oh, I don't know, it's compete. Uh, but he's, he, he needs more around the blue paint. He needs to start taking the puck and driving the net. He's got speed to burn. And start taking the defenseman and start going to the blue paint. That's you. McLeod is not good enough to score from the outside, from the perimeter. And very few players in the NHL are. So hang out in the right areas. So I think they, they need more of the third line as they go forward this season. Rob, tonight the New York Islanders have a total of $15 million of a lineup on defense. Uh, they will not have, currently on LTIR is Adam Pellick, who played with Connor McDavid and Erie, uh, Ryan Pollock, who played for the Brandon Wake Kings, and Scott Mayfield are also out. Like that's, you can make a strong argument that's three of their top four. I might say it's three of their top five. Hamilton has as good as Sorokin and Varlamov have been, and one guy's nine twenty-two in his career. One guy's nine sixteen. They got three of their top five defensemen out. Rob, you got to capitalize against that, don't you? Well, you do. But this is a team that played against two teams missing their top defensemen in the last two games, and we're talking all-world defensemen in Hedman uh, with, with Tampa and Ekblad with Florida, and. They weren't able to capitalize. But uh, the Islanders aren't as deep as some of those other teams. Uh, the, the Oilers' strength is up front. And if you're playing a team that is have a, has a weakness with injuries on the back end, you should be able to exploit that. Uh, so hopefully the Oilers will. Uh, the Oilers, again, outside of their last game against Florida, have been playing well. So they should be able to take advantage of this. The one thing that will scare you that we've seen Russian goalies have the Oilers' numbers right now, and you're going to see a Russian goalie tonight. The Oilers have got to find a way not to allow a goaltender to steal another game from them. 49 saves last year between these two teams, and he pitched the shutouts. Uh, Ilya Sorokin in his career, 2-3 and three with a 2.40 goals against average. Think about that. He's 2-3, and three and he's got a 931 save percentage against Edmonton in his career. Now, this season, he's 8-4-7. and seven. With a 9-12, so not quite on the level. One final one for you, Rob. Uh, we're close to Christmas. The Islanders, the Devils, the Rangers, Edmonton on the road. I think at this time of the year, when guys have families in town, I think it favors the road team a bit. What about you? Well, it does. Although, if you're a player, you prefer to be at home uh, at this time of year. It just because of everything that is going on. Um yeah, it does. But then again, the, it favors the home team when a team is playing in three and four nights. So it should offset that way. And this is going to be a tough stretch. This, I believe this will be the easiest of the three games, and I don't think it's going to be an easy game. But the Oilers have got to bring a much better dis- discipline defensively than they did against the Florida Panthers. The Islanders are not gifted offensively. They have to work for things. The Oilers made it easy on the Florida Panthers by giving them a lot of open looks. And if you give players open looks, they're going to capitalize on it. So the others, if they tighten up defensively, they should be fine tonight. 
but they cannot play like they did in the first period against the Florida Panthers. They cannot give the easy access, the open shots in the slot. They've got to be much better, much better defensively, and they need something out of their second and third lines today. Great stuff, Rob. Thanks for your time. We'll talk uh, during our uh, Rogers Game Night show on the Oilers Radio Network coming up. Sounds good, Bob. That is Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network, brought to you by Montorio Homes, developing customized homes built perfectly for your lifestyle. Visit Montorio, that's M-O-N-T-O-R-I-O dot C-A. At uh, 2.57, we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kelburn. Lots to get to in the next half-hour block. We'll have NHL today for elite promotional marketing, our game day lineup report for McGuire Financial, and we'll dip into the Oilers now audio vault and hear from Chris Knobloch and Evander Kane. You're listening to Oilers Now live from UBS Arena.